Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, visual listeners? There is a new life sim on the way, but in this one, you're undead, not living. And will Dinkum reign supreme when it, in all the life sims? This is the Replayer Podcast. Yeah, thanks, guys. This is why I was telling you to shut up. <laughs> Anywho, welcome to the Replayer Podcast, everyone. This is the show that was once about retro replay, but now we just talk about video games because that's what we like to do. I'm your host, Dan Morris. Joining me this week is Maria. What up? I'm here again. What the fuck? Sorry. You live here. (laughs) Deal with it. And also is Jake. Hey, hey. What's up, guys? What up? Hey, hey. Bringing that energy like a boss. Hey, hey. (laughs) Like a boss. And returning to the show after a good long while is Brandy. Hello. Hello. So very happy to be here. Are you going to say swell or peachy? No, peachy. Peachy. It's peachy. Always peachy. Mm -hmm. Anywho, (laughs) if you didn't know from that intro, we are going to talk about some lovely little life sim games. Brandy's been obsessively playing Dinkum. There was just this newly announced Bloody Hell Hotel, which looks kind of super cool. Uh, but first, we're going to start off talking about Fortnite. What's Ooh. that? What's Fortnite? Fork What's knife. Fork knife. Fork. And then Fork there's knife. knife. Use them to eat and throw. Um, uh, tell me all about people. it, Jake. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm pretty excited about this. So after years of waiting, I know a lot of people were waiting for it. Uh, Dragon Ball has finally come to Fortnite. So finally? with finally i mean there's been talk about it for years because at this point it's kind of like what haven't they collaborated with yet like they've almost got i don't know what they can do next but they finally did dragon ball um so with that they came four playable characters so you got goku vegeta bulma beerus um my honest opinion like i i think the character models look a little funky but i mean i'm not really going to get too into it they got big heads um just saying uh what i do love about it the two new items that they added to the gameplay, they have the flying Nimbus, which is essentially a flying cloud that you can, it launches you up in the air and you fly on it. So you can kind of either like use it to go um, into the circle or just retreat or anywhere. It's really cool. Um, they also have the iconic Kamehameha wave. So, you know, if you don't know what it is, I can't even talk to you guys. I can't. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just a giant blast of energy. You know, this is why shoot. I was telling them to get it out beforehand it's amazing it's a giant blast of shoot them with your beam <laughs> no but it's amazing because it like it does a crazy amount of damage to shoot near through near anything but my favorite thing to do is i was playing with a buddy of mine uh shout out to meat beater 3000 um <laughs> meat beater 3000 meat okay beater. wow i'm just gonna end on Let's that move on. um all right we we love combining the two. We were doing it all last night. We were combining the two. You'd shoot up with the cloud, 
and then attack enemies with the Kamehameha wave. It was it was amazing. Uh, such a great feeling when you can kill people with that. Um, among all that, though, they all added more emotes to the store, gliders, and quests that you can... Uh, I think if you collect all seven Dragon Balls, you get a mm. new, I think, like a Shenron glider. It looks pretty cool, actually. Um, and then they also have... Uh, your own like little private lobby or you can join in with friends or people around the world to where you can sit and watch full episodes of Dragon Ball Super. It's really cool actually. I and, actually uh, jumped into it a bit yesterday and I played a match yeah. and I was able to use the Nimbus Cloud. I got the Kamehameha Wave. I just flew around on the Nimbus Cloud like crazy and I, I killed two, I'm assuming, bots with the Kamehameha Wave because it was really easy to kill them. Yeah, uh, but that was it was pretty cool. I was like, okay, this is I'm digging this. <laughs> I didn't have any hype for Dragon Ball coming to Fortnite. I didn't I know anything about Dragon Ball coming I, to Fortnite. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I was I was really really hyped. Uh, you know, that Dragon Ball finally made its way back. And um, like I said earlier, like I'm very curious what Fortnite is going to collaborate with next because like at this point, what haven't they done? Godzilla. Right. I mean, they could. <gasps> didn't Warzone do that? Oh, they did. Yeah, Warzone did, and so did Fall Guys. I don't know. So maybe, All guys so... had some Godzilla skins that made me like. Hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I don't play football guys enough to warn. Yeah, so the there, there's my quick thoughts on that. Um, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts about it. Yeah. If you tried it out. I mean, I've never played Fortnite or Dragon Ball Z, but the two together look fucking dope. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> right? It just looks great. I'm You're leaning the, into uh... this character that Maria's playing right now. <laughs> right. Just... What character hey, is I'm... I don't know. Gangster <laughs> anyway, like South there. London, Maria. <laughs> what might in it? That's, in that's, it. that's right. the next collab. Is Maria's going to be in Fortnite. <laughs> nice. I wish. Anyway, I've never played this game. I've never played Dragon Ball Z, but it's like, it looks fun. I'm watching the video footage and I'm like firing fireballs and shit. Like, yeah. Have you not. watched any Dragon Ball? No. Okay. Um, nice. Because you kept yeah. saying you have never played Dragon well, Ball. Like, in the lobby you and you can watch it, though. No, I like the idea of it. Like, this is a kind of cool. And any game that collaborates with another series and stuff, it just opens up shit to do. So, you know, mm. yeah, bring it. Want it. Play it. The only thing that really throws me off is seeing Dragon Ball characters with guns that aren't Bulma. Like, a Bulma yeah. with guns, that's fine. <laughs> because she's always used, like, weapons and things. But, like, Goku and Vegeta and Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I know nothing about Dragon Ball. But I like... I know I'm sorry. But the fact that Fortnite is like they're so good at collaborating and so good about bringing fans in of everything. Like when we were playing the Star Wars stuff, holy crap, that was so much fun. Like I don't do PvP. I don't enjoy it. But I was having a blast with you guys and like killing Darth Vader and taking his lightsaber and just blasting people like that was that was a lot of fun. And I like the fact that like Fortnite does what. Fortnite does best like they bring these these characters in and they make people want to play them they make people want to buy the skins like I spent uh, a little bit of money on the uh the Boba Fett stuff I don't think yes, you have to apologize did. for that here yeah. with Jake because Jake's probably no, spent I have all of the skins <laughs> yeah a lot of the skins yeah my glider is Boba's not... ship <laughs> sorry I was gonna say, the only thing I did not really <laughs> like and I was like I saw what you did there uh, if you look into the store, they separated Goku and Vegeta. They did that on purpose. Oh, they put Goku with Beerus and Bulma with Vegeta. I was just like, ah, you put the two main characters I want separate. You got to buy two different packages. Of course. It's called business. <laughs> mm, <laughs> they know how to run the business. But no, it's, it's great. 
It's where we just need the Mr. Krabs like money. I like I money. like money. <laughs> I like money. Uh, but yeah, I, I actually was pretty excited about this. I, I'm a big fan of Dragon Ball. I haven't played too many of the recent Dragon Ball games. I think the last one I got super into was Bodokai Three. I have a bunch of them, but I barely play them because I just they they him they were very very samey. But it's cool to see the Dragon Ball characters come back in a new way. And uh, I need to get caught up on Dragon Ball Super, but I don't have the fucking time. <laughs> so if they have giant heads, does that make them easier to shoot? That's what I was wondering. If especially if you look wondering. at if you look at Vegeta's head, like Vegeta's always had a big head to begin with. Yeah. Stop making jokes. I know you're thinking it. Oh. <laughs> but in Fortnite, I feel like his character model has a super extra large head, and it's just. I'm, I'm very curious if it'd be so much easier to snipe people. Who He's play just got it. like a giant head hitbox. <laughs> just look at it after this. After this, look up the character my, model. My sniper brain is like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> but then you just uh, Nimbus away. Just like, <laughs> Moving on. <All> right. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, I actually I want to get into playing some of those more one of these like the, the challenges are pretty cool too like the very dragon ball themed challenges and collecting power very dragon ball-esque but i wanted to echo brandy's point too about like what it is that fortnite's doing with these collaborations and it almost makes me wonder if they might start dabbling more into like alternate game modes or if it's only going to always ever be just we're going to just shove characters into the, the battle royale mode i do love the no build mode holy yeah. jeez oh, yeah. like that's, that's the only great. reason that I was willing to play it. It's like, nope, I'm not doing that build crap. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm not it's, fast it's, enough. It's definitely a really good mode. Oh, I think it's brought a lot of players back and a lot of new players to the game. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, moving along, the uh, next thing we're going to get into, and one of the reasons why Brandy's here today is she is going to tell us all about a little game called Dinkum which I've actually gushed about a little mm -hmm. bit on the show, but Brandy's played a lot of Dinkum and she's going to tell us all about what is so great about this game. Biggest Dinkum. Yes. It's a fun word to say. Dinkum. Dinkum it really dinkum. is. I think, I think we had to ask Rowan what it meant. I think it means like good person or something. I don't know. But anyway, it Rowan, was our friend from down under. Yes, it is basically, um, Animal Crossing on steroids. Think of it that way. It's from one developer. Uh, he's Australian. It's basically Animal Crossing in Australia, so everything can kill you. So it's it's <laughs> quite fun, actually. Um, it's I've got 70-plus hours in it at this point. Wow. And there's resources, but it doesn't end after a day like Animal Crossing. You can you have to talk people into coming to your island and it's a lot bigger island than the animal crossing island. Like it's the animal crossing island seems really super teeny tiny to me, but um, yeah, this seems huge. You can teleport across the island. You can, they, they take some liberties with the animals. Like you've got kangaroos, obviously you've got dingoes, a dingo ate my chicken. Um, yeah, you definitely have to make sure you put a fence or else your livestock will be eaten. But anyway, so, real quick, Brandy, what exactly sure. is Dinkum? Like, what is the a, what kind of game is Dinkum besides it's, Animal Crossing? On well, I mean, it's it's a life sim. It's it's basically collecting resources, building a town. 
um, creating this society and why are you doing this? Why am I doing it? Yeah, why, it's why fun are you doing for me? It? No, why are you, why is the character? Why is the player <laughs> doing this? Because they're I don't know to have a better life because they came from South City, which go. was like I saw the intro to this game and, and it was like and everybody's oh same and yeah, it was like you were in like fucking Russia or somewhere. Yeah. It was all cold. Yeah. It was Everything's like, all gray. And... It's gray. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. this is like a vibrant, you know, sunny. I mean, obviously there are storms and things, but you're you're building a life for yourself and and for this little community of people. And people decide they want to move here and build their life as well after you do nice things for them and talk them into staying, essentially. But you know, the, the animals are really cool. Um, you do have crocs. They will bite you in the ass when you're trying to fish. It really pisses me off. Um, but I've killed quite a few because, yep, it's fun. Um, and they, they take liberties with the animals. Like there's what's called a pleep, which is like a platypus and sheep mix. So you, you can shear it for wool. And then you have what's called a vombat which is like a wombat, but you can milk it like a cow. I don't know if you can actually milk a wombat. I don't know. <laughs> but then you have like, you know, chickens, your basic chickens that lay eggs. It's fun. And the Tasmanian devil type creatures breathe fire. I don't think that's a thing that actually <laughs> happens in Australia, but I, I seriously want to pick this guy's brain. Like, I mean, this one developer has created this, this huge game that's, I don't know. I, I never got super into Animal Crossing, but dang, this one's fun. Like 70 plus hours in it. I can't get enough of it. I, you know, talk, we talked to Erica into playing it. She, you know, I walked her through a bit of it and it's it's been a lot, a lot of fun. And you got proper co-op in this one, too. You do. It does have multiplayer. You can go visit people's islands and anything you collect for yourself, you can take back to your island. They have like a travel suitcase. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So you can actually take everything back with you that you collect as long as it fits in the suitcase. It makes it much obviously. more appealing to do the co-op, too, because I correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know Animal Crossing that great, but it seemed like in Animal Crossing, all you did was visit somebody's island just to see their island. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. Like, it was just like, here's my building. Let's and hang out. Here's my thing over here. And here's this thing. And then that's kind of it. Whereas in yeah. Dinkum, like you can actually go on quests together. You can go into the mines together. You can fight things together <laughs> in this video we're seeing they're on jet skis together riding around oh my god yep yeah you can get a helicopter like you can actually get you know mow the grass like i actually have a robo right now because i haven't gotten a jet ski yet but yeah you can actually get a rowboat and go out and like stab sharks to death it's kind of fun um i did have to have dan come hang out with me on my island because when i went down to the mine immediately like three devils attacked me plus bats and then like radioactive looking crocs <laughs> it was it was bad and when you die in dinkum there are serious consequences you lose money like all your um all your equipment, equipment yeah things like that it loses you almost drop everything you don't drop it, but it's it's about it to break. Durability, yeah, it right? loses dur durability. Uh, like, so there are serious consequences for actually dying in this. Whereas, 
most other like life sim games or whatever, it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of consequence. You just pass out and you wake up in your bed. Well, that's right. I, I and think your day starts again compared to like Stardew Valley, where you have actual combat versus yeah. monsters and things. Yeah. So it's like, like I said, it's it's Animal Crossing on steroids. Like it's all the little characters and things look a lot like the Animal Crossing characters are really cute. And when you, I, well, I want to reiterate, like the Animal Crossing aspect is like, we're not kidding. It has so many elements pulled straight from Animal Crossing where mm -hmm. you are in debt when you get there and you got to pay back your debt and you earn these, uh, the dink money points. They're dinks, yeah. Not, not the money itself, but there's like the oh, rewards points. Yeah, they're, they're like for the your miles. licenses. Right? Yeah, they're like the miles in, a, in a Animal Crossing and you got to use the miles to buy uh, licenses so that you can do different actions uh, and there's all these different aspects of animal crossing just like cherry picked and dropped in there yeah. but made even better mm -hmm. in my opinion yeah and each person that comes to your island has different things for you to explore things for you to do um they will ask you to go find things like different oh. bugs fish whatever and i had to look these things up because they'll ask you for something and it's a word I've never heard before. So I don't know if it's a bug, a fish, whatever. So I've had to look things up, Google them to find out, okay, this this is a foreign language, have even though it's Australian. Have you done any of the quests to fight or hunt the alpha predator no, animal? No, and I'm not going to for a while. <laughs> I did one of those. It was hard. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I heard you mention about it. I beat it. <laughs> So I know you said the game had co-op. Is it mm -hmm. just up to two players or is there more? Up to or four. Up to four. four. That's yep. very interesting. Yeah. And it's... it kind of reminds me of um, Dragon Quest Builders a little. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. It's kind of Animal Crossing, but has more of that kind of adventure element of Dragon Quest Builders. I kind of prefer Dragon Quest Builders compared to um, Animal Crossing a little bit. Like Same. It just seems like it's more kind of interesting. I wish there was more of a co-op with that game. But I was watching, I actually watched Brandy play this and it's actually quite a lot of fun. <laughs> I like that it's a lot more, it seems like there's a lot more um, like creativity. You can craft a lot more and you seem to be able to be a bit more freer and the camera can rotate so it's not so fixed. Um, I feel like I could definitely get into this more than Animal Cross Builders. To, um, animal... <laughs> All the other one. Animal, animal, animal Quest Builders. Crossing. Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing. Like it. Valley. Yeah. <laughs> that one. I don't play yeah. games. I don't know shit. <laughs> I don't know, I'm sold on just the, the names of the animals alone from what you're telling me. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> that you have to Google most terms. Like, I'm, yes. I'm down. Well, also, like, the kangaroos are just called roos, and yeah. they poop mm. everywhere, and it's called oh. roo poo, and you got to pick the up the poo. And the echidnas are just the called echidna or something? Yeah. I think so. The echidnas are so freaking cute. I love them. They're just like little, um, like spiny anteaters is what they are. You know, Knuckles. Just kidding. For, yeah, echidna. Knuckles from Sonic, the echidna. That's free penises. Yeah. I don't, that's, that's a roux or something. I don't know. That was the kangaroo. Anyways. <laughs> I've I've been shouting the praises of this game, and I've only got I think twenty or thirty hours in it, and Brandy's pushing seventy hours on this game now. Mm -hmm. It's so much more up my alley when it comes to these life sims. Like I played a lot of Stardew Valley. I have over a hundred hours something on Stardew Valley, but Animal Crossing turns into a snore fest for me because it's kind of like okay, I'm gonna walk around my village, I'm gonna collect some apples and sell them, 
and that's about it. Whereas this, I get caught up in the like, oh, I can structure how I want my little town to look. I can structure where I want things to be. And it turns into more of a Stardew Valley, but with a little bit of Minecraft in there because you can actually like sculpt and landscape where stuff mm-hmm. is. Uh, and then it builds a, systems on top of systems on top of systems in such clever, fun ways. And I actually look forward to trying to play this game like full, like got to do the four player <laughs> multiplayer yeah, if anyone else gets on it definitely for the alphas and more of the mining like i hope this game comes money. to consoles shortly soon sometime yeah. oh and this is and a pretty pretty recent game as well right? it's, it's an actually early access so there are oh. some features of the game that like especially like some of the licenses they don't have those features built in yet but you can go ahead and get them so that you know you'll have it when it comes to the That's game cool. So, yeah, it's it's early access, but it's oh my gosh, it's so much fun. Yeah, early access only on Steam right now. Yeah, but super fun. It actually plays really well on a controller if you sync up a, an Xbox controller or whatever mm-hmm. and play it that way. And it it do, it runs really smooth too, even for yeah. an early access game. We have gotten a few bugs and glitches here and there, but they're usually not too bad. I yeah. don't think. I really, really, really want to talk to that dev. Like he just. <laughs> my gosh this game is like it, it amazes me that one person has created this mm. it's just one person bananas yeah james bedden something like that i think that's something what his like name that. is that's amazing yeah it's pretty yeah. impressive for a indie dev game i mean that's Heck also yeah. like stardew valley too same thing all right moving on from dinkum we're going to talk about another life sim that just recently got announced I think Maria is excited. I think we're all kind of excited. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, If you didn't hear the news, I'll lead you in, Maria. Just the other day was an announcement for a new game called Bloody Hell Hotel. Uh, This game is from the creators of Dark, uh, which is the studio Unfold Games. I was like, I knew I had it written down. Unfold Games made Dark, which I've known of and I've heard, and that game's pretty well, like, critically acclaimed. But now they're making a life sim where you're playing a vampire. Living. Dead. Anyways, take us away, Maria. (laughs) Okay. So the Bloody Hell Hotel. Bloody hell. Bloody Bloody hell. (laughs) Bloody hell. (laughs) So you're a vampire, and you're, apparently, you're in a coma, you went to sleep because fuck it you're a vampire um and then you went to sleep for too long so you wake up you had this big grand hotel and when you woke woke up it's all like in ruins and stuff and so your job is to rebuild your hotel as a vampire and now i'm really a big fan of like games such as um theme park hospital two point hospital that kind of like building sim kind Mm -hmm. of games but the thing that puts this apart is it's first person so you're playing this this vampire and you have to go around your hotel, fix it all up, and you have to have guests. And a cool thing about this is because you are a vampire, you get to eat your guests. <laughs> so, yeah, you have to do, like, you eat your guests um, and just, like, kill them. But the thing is, a nice thing about this uh, game is you can't kill all of your guests because if if your guests are dead, they can't pay money. So you have to actually pick which um, which guests stay alive and which don't. So you have to be very selective over which of your your guests like survive. And you go around and renovate your hotel. Your hotel, you make it look good. So it's a bit like Sims a little bit. I'm I'm all for that because all I ever did in Sims was build my fucking house and not actually play the game. <laughs> <laughs> 
so apparently there's dungeons to go in dungeon crawling and stuff you have uh dead animals in your basement that you like milk cows and chickens and shit dead cows um, it's like a zombie undead, cow or something un- zombie cows yeah and also as well moo dead, dead milk yeah moo. 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 curdled <laughs> Cottage cheese. Dead cows mooing. Sorry. And I was reading in this. Shut the fuck up. I was I was reading in this as well is that you actually have to um you have to feed your guests because you're a hotel. And um a really cool part is I noticed that you have like, you know, food, and if you don't have enough food, you can feed the guests that you murdered to your guests. So it's like Jeffrey Dahmer shit. It's amazing. So yeah, I'll be looking at all these, these um uh, stuff from this like game and like yeah, you build up your rooms and you do the farming, you make weapons, so you like go and chop shit up and you explore dungeons and then you have to like hire staff to run your hotel for you and things and then you obviously like it, it's basically like um two point hospital, but like you're a vampire in a hotel and you get to meet eat people. Like what is there not to fucking like about this game? Um <laughs> It's, it's like, yeah, and it's got this really cool art style. It has like a very like Tim Burton kind of style to it. Um, ah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. it strikes me of the animated movies like Coraline. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the graphics look fucking gorgeous. <laughs> so, if the video that is available is anything to go off, I mean, that's clearly like a, a structured trailer. It's not like true gameplay. It's like a concept gameplay trailer. Yeah. Uh, it's very you can tell by looking at it that this isn't actual gameplay it's more of like this is what we want the game to look like yeah you know? i hope it does i hope it's not just a bunch of bullshit trailer but yeah. like because <laughs> i'm so fucking pissed off of that um yeah but like just the concept of this just because it's something different where you're playing the part of like an anti-human and you get to fuck around and go around murder people and i'm, I'm guessing <laughs> that you going around murdering people is like you can't have it happen like in front of your other guests so you're gonna have to be sneaky and find ways through the rooms and kill people secretly and shit it's like hh homes kind of deal <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like basically run the murder hotel this is right up my fucking alley <laughs> just like yeah it gives that's me that, it. Um, yeah. like sweeney todd vibes too with the whole feeding the guests back to them yeah oh yeah just making the like the, the mincemeat pies <laughs> yeah i'm right. not big on creepy horror stuff but i'm actually really excited about this like i'm i love life sims and this just seems too fun it just seems like it's got like a luigi's mansion kind of vibe to yeah, it where it's got that's that what kind it's of, too. yeah like that goofy kind of horror thing goofy to creepy it. it's yeah goofy silly creepy. horror yeah. Funny yeah. yeah the only thing that upsets me is it's single player like there's no yeah. multiplayer like i want some i wonder multiplayer. if down the road maybe they might consider it Hopefully. That would be awesome. that'd be real that'd be really fun to play with friends. Yeah, Marie mm. and I would murder some people. And yeah, absolutely. I went to, I went to look for the release date. And did you see what it said on Steam? Yes. <laughs> I looked at it but I forgot to remind it's us. A, when it's <laughs> you look at the release date it says when it's bloody awesome. Mm, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's a good answer. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. You know, the art style is amazing. Gameplay looks great. Uh, the few questions I have, though, is like, first off, can you name your hotel? For the I'm love sure of God, you would have to bloody hell brown hotel. Like that would yes. be it. Everybody would be my brown servants. It'd be great. Welcome I'm back. Sure you can. <laughs> Welcome to back. the brown hotel. 
I would have um, to give it. I would kill I would them, and the then hotel. they would be my guests. I wonder if you can do stuff like that. I wonder. Hmm. What if you can resurrect the resurrect your... the people you kill? Yeah. Well, I know they huh. said in the the article slash the Steam page, what happens is you can automate certain systems in the game by turning people into vampires and then employing them as staff, and then they take over the duties of like the bellhop and the cooks and you know whatever roles you need in a hotel to make the things that you were doing yourself. So like instead of you going and like cleaning somebody's room, you got a, a vampire or a ghoul or something to like take over. And all I can think, man, is like my brain is just constantly Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> my brain's how... constantly Hotel California. Why? You can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. And I've got that song stuck in my head. Not with that attitude, you can't. <laughs> I would have to name my hotel after my island in Dinkum, which is called Booty, Booty. Island. <laughs> Booty Hotel. Island. The Booty Island and then the Booty Hotel. Where everyone is booty. booty. <laughs> I'm very curious yeah. on like what if there's gonna be like any heavy customization. Like can you customize like the rooms? You know, can you customize like your staff's outfits or anything? Like that's that's something I'm curious it Seems about. like you can you fix the rooms up, hang wallpaper, um, put in appliances and stuff. So I'm assuming you have a certain amount of customization, it seems, but I don't know how far that actually goes. Maybe it just gives you a set thing. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It would be nice if you could like kind of do a Sims and change the wallpaper colors and shit like that. And mm -hmm. yeah, like I a would few never play options. that game. Yeah. I'm also curious about like the weapons and stuff. Like you saw like mm -hmm. in the trailer, like it looked like blacksmithing and stuff, everything. Like I wonder sword. how many weapons and stuff you can get. Very curious on like the combat because uh, you saw a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. So, and then also you could turn into a bat. It looked like <gasps> yeah, if you get all kinds of different like vampire abilities and powers and stuff. It seems as well like there's a dungeon underneath your hotel where you go under there and you can like fight monsters and things. So I guess you do some kind of like gets resources and stuff. Mm -hmm. So you have to get weapons to, to defend yourself, make swords and shit like that. So I think it's like. You know, that's going to be a nice element to it as well. So when you're not, you know, making your hotel, you can just go kick the shit out of something under your hotel or whatever. Mm. I just, it just seems to be, I don't know, there seems to be too much to this game. It just seems like it's too good to be true, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I just feel like it's going to be a big disappointment when you get it and you're mm. going to be like, what? Oh, I hope not. Because this is I like hope not. perfect. Well, here's hoping because it does have some talent behind it. I mean, the game is led by, uh, Vlad Marhulitz, who is the create the indie creator of Dark, that was their previous game. But it also has talent from the likes of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Baldur's Ooh. Gate Three, and Disney movies. Like this Ooh, is off no. of the press release. They're saying like we have these team people working on this game, uh, and it's like okay, so there's some like talent behind this, um, and it's their aim is to make the most ambitious first person simulation game in existence. So like if their if their goals are really high like that, so maybe all of the things we're speculating will come true. And if it I really so. is, like, oh yeah, now just add multiplayer so we can play together. With our yeah, because that seems like way too much for a single player yeah. game. Like I'm very curious on like how long is it from when they check in to when they're supposed to check out? Are you constantly like managing that time slash resource? Mm -hmm. Like that's what I'm curious about. Because I don't oh, want to be running up and, up and down, like up and down. I gotta <laughs> yeah. go to the service. Oh, no. Gotta go back down. <laughs> anxiety. Yeah, anxiety would be through the roof. <laughs> well, I can touch on. It. There's a little bit more in the press release about the game, and they're saying that um, you're tasked with rebuilding the hotel. Uh, you have full control over room placement, decor, 
and upgrades with many choices affecting the gameplay. So you did ask about like decor mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, rebuild is that rebuild has helped along in a number of ways, including farming, dungeon crawling, and of course, earning money from your guests. Uh, then it talks about the being able to automate systems by using your vampire powers. Like, so you, we saw in the trailer where he uses like vampire magic to like clean up the room. So there's probably ways you can like snap a finger and it's like, okay, now this is automated over here. This is just happening. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Or you can like stick staff on it. Uh, it says like, while your hotel grows, you can hire other vampires as staff uh, in return for blood and money that can work over the reception, cooks, cleaning, all that stuff. Farming takes place under the hotel, and it utilizes crops and zombie animals. That's I want to see more of the zombie animals. I love that cow. The derpy yeah. cow to me looks incredible. <laughs> I want it to be like, my good boy. Oh, he's such a good boy. And he's just like, ah. <laughs> 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 I wonder what kind of crops. <laughs> yeah, right. What kind of crops do zombies need? I mean, maybe regular crops to make food for their guests. True. Yeah, I think you that's most of it. I think, you, yeah, I think you actually have to keep your, you keep them alive before you kill them. Yeah, you gotta keep I them healthy, fatten yeah. them up yeah. a little bit. Oh, that's good. Right. Maybe that's a big part of it too. Is like trying to encourage your guests to stay as long as possible before you like and like mm. reap the rewards. You have that one guest who's been there for like years. Everybody I've seen just never checks out. I'm the only one here over here. I wonder if there's certain kinds of guests as well. Maybe there's like really rich guests that are worth keeping alive because they pay more money, or there's like guests the that are. Yeah, kind of like they have like class systems or something. Oh, certain the Karens gotta like, go. Yeah, the Karens. certain guests that are like really skanky and you'll get a disease if you eat them or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, there's oh. got to be something. There's got to be some level to, to stop you from actually, um, you know, killing everybody. Numbing um, everyone. I just oh, know that's what I'm going to do. Here's a good aspect too. They say that um, killing guests is also not that simple and there are choices to be made when doing so. Guests only pay for their stay if they leave. Yeah. So if you kill them, you don't make any money. So the hotel cannot grow if the player simply kills all guests. In addition, guests have various traits that affect their behavior. Oh, man. Like, there's so hmm. many... It sounds like there's going to be so many deep systems. Yeah. Yeah. And like I was saying earlier, like, you're going to have to do this in secret so you don't let on that you're killing guests. So... Mm -hmm. You're gonna have to be kind of sneaky about it. So I'm like, all right, I, it's yeah. gonna be fun. You know, can you imagine like creeping around and just being like, knock, knock, hello, room service. No. <laughs> Do you want to come downstairs and play some dinkum with me? Yeah. <laughs> turn into your own little uh, like interview with a vampire kind of thing going on. This game looks dope. I'm curious on how large can you build your hotel? I wonder, like, instead of just customizing rooms, like, are you actually adding onto the hotel or are you just customizing each room in the hotel mm. or i kind of wonder if you like if you finish with that hotel can you move to a bigger hotel like you can in sims where you increase by a different hotel like if you get bigger i don't know maybe it's like a yeah no sure Bloody i mean that's what I see. it seems like it's such a big game with so much in it i'm just kind of curious how big it's actually going to be just don't disappoint us please i've been I'm scared before. the more we talk about it the more we're going to hype it up yeah, we're getting ourselves all worked we get up I'm, for it. Yeah, I'm getting my way myself way too excited. Yeah. Game's gonna suck. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Mm -hmm. It's gonna we, release. The cow's not even gonna be in it. Like. Yeah. Right. Oh, this entire <laughs> Man, trailer is gonna fuck like. Fuck it. None if of there's the, no cow. It's gonna be like Aliens, Colonial <laughs> Marines all over again. Where like okay. everything that happens in the trailer doesn't even happen in the game. Like, man, mm -hmm. where's my derpy cow? Where's my <laughs> cow? Where's Kevin? 
<laughs> it just turns into one of those shit mobile games that you see where it's like renovate your hotel. Uh, Click here, pay ten dollars. Oh, yeah. Wow. I don't wanna. What what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Love it. Yeah. We're all very excited for it, clearly. Yeah. Are there I I don't know. It's it could be the best life sim ever where you're trying to stay undead. <laughs> Merch. Talk about it on couchsoup.com. I thought she was threatening people. She's like, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Uh, Come to my hotel. <laughs> Who's going to write back. up about this one on Couch Soup? <laughs> I'm Maria. <Yeah. laughs> well, I can help. Couch Soup is where you can find us, the podcast, the replayer podcast on Couch Soup. As Maria's merch. showing off <laughs> for merch. You can check out everything over there, too, and get some lovely Couch Soup merch like what Maria is wearing. We don't bow down to sponsors. Plug completed. <laughs> Anyways, I think that'll do it for us this evening on the Replayer Podcast. If you want to send us some messages about things like games and stuff you want us to possibly talk about, get our opinions or hot takes on anything, be sure to message us at the Replayer Podcast at Gmail, or you can hit us up on Twitter. That'll do it. Thank you all for hanging out with us this evening and watching. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Brandy. I'm Dan, and that's game over, folks. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.